Welcome to the DC Daily Drop, your one-stop shop for today's important news in DC movies, TV, and comics. Here are your hosts, Tom and Zach. Welcome to a Monday, October 2nd edition of the DC Daily Drop. I'm Tom. And I'm Zach. Zach, man, next month, Justice League is out. So we have a ton of talk to talk about related to Justice League. I feel like all those people who, who complain about marketing have never had to do a a podcast where they track all of the marketing materials for Justice League <laughs> because there's already a ton of stuff and we're still six and a half weeks out. So we have a lot to talk about. And I, that's just a good reminder. There's magazines, there's all kinds of stuff, lots of things that are getting closer to spoilers out there, details about the movie. We do our best to remain spoiler free and everything like that leading up to the film, but we will talk about anything officially released and if it's really spoilery, we definitely cut it out, like something Danny Elfman said or or that kind of thing. Um, but yeah, marketing's really kicking up. You can type any Justice League member name into Twitter and a hashtag, as long as it's not Green Lantern, and you'll get an emoji <laughs> of it. Uh, Justice League's about to be everywhere. So first up, we'll talk about Danny Elfman talked about scoring Justice League with Billboard last week. and He, he talked about how it was cool to be back in the DC world. It felt like he never left. And he gets to use definitely. He said he definitely is using the parts of the at least parts of the Wonder Woman theme that we already know, obviously. But he said a lot of interesting things about the score, and uh, particularly he said, "But I also had two minutes where I had the pleasure of saying, let's do John Williams Superman,' and that for me was heaven because now I have a melody to twist, and I'm using it in an actually very dark way, in a dark moment. It's the kind of thing that some fans will notice, some won't. Well." Now that we know this and we have it stuck in our head, maybe we will notice it. But yeah, that's, I don't know, that's pretty cool. Obviously a very iconic theme and Danny Elfman does good stuff. And for him to take it and mess with it, that's that's the kind of cool stuff that composers do. Yeah, and he also said about that theme, which uh, it caused some controversy with people, of course. But he said, the people at DC are starting to understand we've got these iconic bits from our past and that's part of us. That's part of our heritage. We shouldn't run away from that. Contemporary thinking is every time they reboot something, you have to start completely from scratch, which of course audiences will tell us again and again is BS because the single most surviving and loved theme in the world is Star Wars, which they had the good sense to not dump for the reboots. And every time it comes back, the audience goes crazy. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. I. What would you think like if you saw, okay, let's say Man of Steel 2, they just used the straight up John Williams Superman score, like no changes at all. I don't know. <laughs> I actually thought that that Star Wars statement would trigger you, saying it was reboots. Not really. I don't know. That's that makes I thought, sense. I thought it would upset you. No, but yeah, I I know that some people will probably be upset because they didn't reboot Star Wars, but not in the movie sense, but in the sense that it stopped and then you turn it back on, like you reboot a computer. Yeah, we can. Well, yeah. we can talk about prequels and all kinds of stuff later, but I would, yeah. I would call it a reboot maybe. <laughs> um, but, but the point of being, it's in the like same continuity, but that's not the point. Um, yeah, I don't know. I honestly don't know. Just, what do you think if they just ignore and justice league, just ignored everything Hans Zimmer did and they go John Williams, Batman theme, Elfman's original Batman theme. How would you react to that? I, I don't know. I think it would be because they haven't done that. And we already have like, this in this universe we have this music that we like the the scores for batman versus superman and man of steel have been amazing and wonder woman as well and to just like completely get rid of that and not play off of that at all and to just copy paste the soundtrack from other movies i don't know i think it would be grating 
Yeah, it's interesting because part of me says, well, I love what Hans Zimmer's done and what whatever already all of the music established in this universe so far. And Elfman definitely hasn't said that he's throwing all that stuff out or anything no. like that. This no. is it's very vague what he says. We don't know what it says, but to some extent, he's using a twist of a Superman theme, the original Superman theme, at least. I don't know. Part of me says, I love this music. I want it to stay exactly as it is. But if you can put some of that John Williams Superman theme or something like that in there somewhere in a way that makes sense, maybe with a modern twist on it, I think that would be amazing to hear. And um, yeah, I don't I, I don't know about the, the theme is so iconic. I understand where he's coming from in terms of let's not throw away that nostalgia associated with it. And because the Superman theme is probably the most most well-known superhero theme out there. Right. Right. But I don't I don't think he's saying that. I'm, my hope is it's probably I, well, I'm, I'm, I'll wait to judge, but I think it'll be continue what is built in this universe so far. And then maybe some fun little twists thrown in that are throwbacks to the past. Like like you said, that you might notice and might not. Right. He also said they that he created simple motifs for the other Justice League members. And he doesn't know if, you know, those will be used in the future or not, but they're there if you they want to, you know, the future composers want to build off of them. Because he didn't have time to do, you don't have time to do full themes for every character in the film. Yeah, uh, for a team up film like this, but just short bits of it. And he also talked about how he considered the DNA of John Williams' Superman theme and his own Batman theme. It sounded like, and in he talked about music and stuff like that, obviously, <laughs> uh, which you might understand better than music. But kind of said how he tries to carry that DNA forward, even if it's not the specifics uh, of the music. Yeah. And there's also a cool part where he talked about how Whedon was telling him what to use and like, oh, go full on Batman here or, you know, Superman here. It sounds like, I don't know if that's Elfman being excited or Elfman portraying Whedon's excitement, but either way, it sounds pretty cool. And then he also talked with, uh, he received the Mike Steiner Film Award last week, Elfman did, and he talked about how Justice League, and he said he persuaded the producers to hire a string orchestra to embellish the mock-up for a particularly emotional scene. So he... He's helping to b- jump that budget up as much as he can. <laughs> right. He is making sure that no string orchestra members go out of business. Yeah. Huh? Uh, wh- I hope it's a cool moment. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. There's a, a a lot, a lot of cool stuff from this. I, I mean, obviously the fact that he's excited and it, it, I guess I'm just still thinking about like the, the John Williams Superman theme, like just how kind of optimistic and bright it is. And I think we're definitely gonna get some more optimistic sounding music in this movie probably especially towards the end when things go well for our team which i assume they will um so yeah i don't know i'm really excited i'm really really interested to see just what they do and how they tweak it and what parts they use and what parts they don't use yeah and i think i love like i said the the music in this universe has been great and i think elfman will continue i don't think he's going to abandon that but i think he will put his own twist on that and he's a pretty talented guy so i'm excited to see what he comes up with yeah uh moving on to zach snyder he he shared some Justice League sort of related stuff on Vero, which if you if you don't remember is the social media platform that's kind of like Twitter, but uh, I think Zack Snyder is one of the kind of celebrity ambassadors for it. Um, so he sh- shared three different things. One of them was an old Motherbox burial scene, like storyboards for it that he had come up with uh, for Justice League that he just kind of drew on his iPad. Yeah, that first scene that we saw way back at the like in the first Justice League teaser thing. Right. Uh, with the, yeah, it looks medieval, really cool. Uh, just cool to see him 
do that. Uh, and then he also made a sketch of the Kent farm without trees and put out like a for sale sign in it. And then it's not super clear. Is this from Man of Steel or is it from Justice League that this was meant for? Yeah, because I think because the trees were obviously there in Man of Steel and Batman v Superman, right? Yeah. I don't think you would take down, the, knowing how big of a continuity nut Snyder is, I don't think you would take down the trees later. But it was interesting that it has, if it is for Justice League, um, it does say for sale. I don't know if that'll play in or if that at all or if that's just a cool sketch you wanted to do. But yeah, looks neat. Also, he is a much better artist than I am, but that is not saying much. (laughs) (laughs) No, it's not. (laughs) Uh, And then he also posted about aspect ratios, which doesn't sound interesting, but is kind of interesting. (laughs) He he talked about uh, how like filming some of the scenes of BBS and IMAX and how it has a different aspect ratio, but he really, really liked it. And it's less rectangular and he kind of wants to continue that look maybe. Um, and I, Tom, I think you did a little more research into aspect ratios than I think I ever have in my life. So, well, yeah. the The long story short is there are two main aspect ratios for theaters. So there's the two point three nine to one, which is a more rectangular sort of widescreen look that you would look of that you would think of. That's what Batman v Superman was in. Justice League is going to be one point eight five to one, which means it's a little more square, a little more boxy, and less widescreen. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's a simple point and it's more similar to what IMAX is because uh, 70 millimeter IMAX is as small as 1.44 to 1 which is almost you know much more much more blocky than that uh, the point is it's 95% of people would never recognize this unless you pointed it out and it's just gonna be a little blockier and I think that will help for someone like Steppenwolf because he's so tall sort of to get everyone in the frame if you if it's a little bit taller you can do that without having to either zoom out or cut people off at weird angles. Yeah. All these kinds of things that I don't even think about when I'm watching a movie that, you know, (laughs) directors and film, uh, everybody involved in making a film has to think about these details and make sure they're all right. And then completely change the way you probably feel about a scene without you knowing about it. So I don't know. I couldn't do it. Perhaps to them. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, and then we just have quite a few little notes today. Uh, DC Comics has announced that November 18th, the day after Justice League comes out, will be Justice League Day. So they did the same thing for Wonder Woman. They made June 3rd Wonder Woman Day. Just a, another tie-in to promote and cross-promote things. Yeah. I will be celebrating. <laughs> you can, are you <laughs> celebrating in private or do you have any plans for that? <laughs> um, Wonder Woman it dominated first week Blu-ray and DVD sales that it was released according to Variety, but we don't know the specifics. Uh, in terms of units sold or anything like that remember those always come out way later like months down the line yeah we'll probably find out like february of next year (laughs) yeah so that's probably accurate (laughs) Uh, new trailers for the upcoming seasons of arrow and legends of tomorrow have been released on youtube uh anything catch your eye on these zach i don't know both of them were almost kind of just rehashes of stuff we've already seen there wasn't a lot of new content but again arrow looks really dark legends looks really wacky and zany and that's probably kind of the arc that the shows will take yeah and so those shows shows are going to be back next week now uh, a week from tonight supergirl's back and speaking of returning shows lucifer returns tonight for season three yeah. so dc tv is back and there's a lot of stuff to watch out there yeah all right that's all we've got for today thanks for listening and we'll be back again tomorrow thanks for listening and make sure to check out dc daily drop on twitter facebook and dc drop by tomorrow for more dc news